With all the craziness this past year surrounding the Octomom and her 14 kids, I'm on suicide watch for her, by the way. It's worth noting that my mother herself was the youngest of 16. Yeah, suck it, Octomom. Before fertility drugs let Nadia Suleiman set some kind of land speed record in childbirth, there was good old-fashioned Irish Catholicism. Of course, I've told Jesus to suck it, too, which earned me a certain measure of notoriety, because you have to make fun of any religion that would let you have 16 kids and then say it's God's will. I mean, bless my grandparents. They seemed like they were wonderful people. I didn't know them, really, because most of them had passed away before I was born. But that amount of children is, is clearly insane. They were big believers in the rhythm method. And you can see how well that worked out for them. I don't even know my grandmother's first name. Isn't that terrible? Because my mother only refers to her as, quote, the saint. For instance, I would say, Mom, don't you think it might not have been the best choice to keep on having children one a year like she was punching a clock? And she'd reply, no, don't say that, Kathleen. That woman is a saint. Now, my mom's father was just called the governor or himself. That's like some crazy Irish there the governor, like he was an actual governor of a state. Anyway, which, if you have 16 kids, probably isn't as crazy as it sounds. Himself is coming home, Grandma would announce. I had to clarify with my mom who exactly she was talking about when she would use this term. I would say, Mom, do you mean your dad? And she'd say, of course, himself. Himself, by the way, has a capital H. My mother's family came over on a ship in steerage class from Ireland. <laughs> Ghetto! But she and her four siblings, nearest in age, were born in America. So I'm actually second generation. They settled in the west side of Chicago, and life became all about the parish or church community. Presentation was the name of the Catholic church they attended. And this is what I love about the Irish. My mother became known as the second prettiest girl at Presentation Parish. Why was that okay? I once asked her. Oh, because everybody knew Mary Griffin was the most beautiful girl at Presentation. She replied, she was happy to be on the D-list. Just like I'm not trying to be Brooke Shields, she wasn't even trying to be Mary Griffin. Now, she did go and marry the prettiest girl's brother, my father, John Patrick Griffin. That probably helps you accept the mantle of second prettiest girl at presentation. My dad's family, on the other hand, was something of an embarrassment at presentation because, get ready, my dad was the youngest of only five kids. Yeah, after my grandmother had five children, six really, since one baby actually died after a week, she said, I don't want to have any more kids. To which grandpa said, well, the only way to not have kids is to not have sex because we're not going to use condoms or anything. Yeah, that's the deal, my grandma agreed, no more sex. Grandpa said, no sex, I'm out here. I love that this was apparently a very religious man too, by the way. What, a, you know, I mean a bad Catholic would use birth control, but a good Catholic would leave his wife over it? So religious. Anyway, Mr. Griffin moved out and relocated, get this, one parish over, where he checked tickets on streetcars for a living. But here's the kicker. Because it was such a shame back then to have a man leave you or get divorced, for years, my dad had to tell the whole parish that his father was dead. Yeah, Mrs. Griffin would say, yeah, my husband's passed away. I just want to reiterate, he was one parish away. We're talking two miles. It was such a small town culture, no one knew. It gets better. As my grandpa got older, he took ill. So the woman he abandoned, my grandmother, actually took him back and took care of him. Then they had to tell the town 
Oh, right, he's actually not dead. Now, my mom and dad met at the Formfit Bra Factory. Dad was a stock boy and mom was a secretary. Somebody introduced them, and as the story goes, that somebody said, John, you know Maggie, the second prettiest girl presentation. And he said, no, I don't know her. Well, my mother was incensed. What do you mean you don't know me? I'm the second prettiest girl of presentation. And by the way, you're not that hot anyway. How can you be related to a beautiful sister like Mary, the prettiest girl at presentation? Well, naturally, the sparks flew. Mom was intrigued that he wasn't following her around drooling, but he got her with a sense of humor. He did the smart thing in the beginning. They would go out on a, quote, date with her and a few of her girlfriends or sisters. It wasn't, you know, heavy dating. They didn't have any money, so a night out was a bottle of booze and a trip to the park with plastic cups in the middle of winter. Yeah, that's Chicago people. That's a cold night out. So it would be too cold to walk home, so they would go from building to building, and my dad would ring the doorbell in each one. Then they'd be let in the foyer, warm up a little, then he would ring the bell of every apartment building as a joke. Johnny, stop it, the girls would say, and he would promise not to do it, and then do it again. Yeah, that was a hot Saturday night for them. 